yeah, um, people have, millennials have um, different ideas about when it's appropriate to be married, if they want to be married, and at what age they want to be married. And then you have the whole notion that more women are going to school and pursuing higher education and, you know, are able to purchase their own homes and cars, things that traditionally many men, you know, that was their role to be providers. Mm -hmm. And now women are able to do those things and jet off here and there at their own discretion. And so there are a group of men, unfortunately, who are lost in the sauce. They don't know where they fit in because they don't need to be breadwinners. They, you know, some are even willing to become house husbands at this point. Because their women are making more money. It's very complicated. How does that pertain to being single? Though? Some people choose because, not to date because they feel self-sufficient. You, basically, you're making single being it's okay like to be single. And I don't think it's okay to be single. Okay. So we have two, two different perspectives. You think Marshall thinks it's not okay to be single. We sh- we supposed to procreate, Nasha yeah. thinks. I f- I yeah. honestly believe though it's different for each person because I remember the the high priest. There are people called not to be in no type of relationships like that, um, and they're called to singleness for God's purpose. And I feel like God still does that today, where He calls specific people to be single for his glory. And at the end of the day, when you're in a relationship and when you're single, those two things are still supposed to bring glory to God. And if, if maybe one is not bringing glory to God, let's say you in a relationship is not bringing, bringing glory to God, probably should end it. And if you're single and your singleness is not bringing glory to God, you should probably talk to God about that. And then ask him, you know, why am I single? You know, what is it in my heart that you need to see um, a change in for me to progress and move on from singleness into a season of relationship. I think realistically, any no one has to be single. In 2020, there are too many dating apps. If you don't want to be single, if you want to be dating, you have that opportunity. Is it going to be a quality relationship? That's debatable, but I don't think if you do not want to be single... You do not have to be single in 2020. You don't have to be, but you don't want to just take anything and everything. True. What do you say, Marsha? Listen, as you grow older, I feel being single is not it. Okay. You want to procreate. And I think it's contradicting because what the Bible says, God put Adam and Eve for a reason. I keep saying that. He did, and you have to remember he said, that go he, multiply, he wanted God then, is a relational person. So, like, if it was just Adam and Eve, I'm sure he'd be satisfied, but that's not his plan. That wasn't his plan. Right, he so wanted them to procreate. And the apostle Paul was single. If, he said, I wish that you all would be single like me, but he if, chose to be single. Exactly. So, it's not that everybody has to be in a relationship. Some people thrive in singleness, there's a place for it. How it do may you not feel be for like. You. Not being single would benefit you. Not being single? Yeah. Not being in a relationship. What? Enjoy how, how, how would it benefit like, you? Couple time and I like going out. Like, I don't want to be home. You can go with your friends. Why do you be in a relationship? Because they ain't no man. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, you can so, have a bad friend. I don't want a man friend because I ain't at work. That ain't at work. Because I've had man friends and they ain't friends now. And yeah. And I don't. My cousin, she loves friends. But 
I don't understand why she's single if she's such a relationship person. I'm not single. She's I'm not in single. a relationship. Do you mean you don't know why I'm mar- not married? Yeah, married. Yeah. Okay. Because you've been See, that, to- that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, we have to continue that for part two. Because I would like to be married. Um, but if I don't ever get married, I've come to terms with that. But I desire marriage. But if that's not in God's will for my life, I'm sure I'll be okay. You're sure. That's a process. That's taken me years to get to that place. I ain't gonna be okay because I'm gonna make sure I get some um a, a man. Well, I'm okay. not willing to compromise just to get no man. It's I'm just not compromising. It's what I want. Right now, it's not what I want because I'm hurt and I'm gonna be hurt for a little bit. But um, I don't think singleness is gonna. I think it's a societal thing where, oh, I'm gonna keep me single. I'm independent. You can be independent in your marriage, but not be independent. You can be your own person. Yes. Right. You're not going to yeah. be independent because you're supposed to be submissive to each other in a relationship. Oh, that oh that's that. Yeah, that's a whole other topic, too. Yeah, we know women scared of that word. <laughs> I'm not scared been of that there word, but and done uh, that. It's about who are you being submissive to because exactly. I'm not going to submit to a man who is not submitted to the Lord because the Bible says that Jesus died for the church, okay? He died for humanity. So I refuse to be with a man who's not willing to die for me. That means if um, you need to work six or seven jobs to take care of your wife, and your family, you're willing to I do I have it. a question okay. regarding that. It's kind of our topic, but we always say, you need to be willing, as women, we always say, you need to be willing to die for me. Are you willing to die for that man? Mm. Do you did, think that God wants your heart to be in the same place as mm. well? Did God call the woman to die for the man? We can re- we can pull up that on so scripture I'm in the saying, this got to be a two-way street. If, you, if he said, I'm willing to die for you, you should be willing to die for him. A heart for a heart. Hey, you should be willing to but sacrifice I know my cousin. your husband. <laughs> she ain't. Listen, I know my cousin. She ain't died for no man. Oh, he no. gonna die for her. Or she she basically gone into another relationship. Put on the application. He ain't, he ain't willing to die. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys study that scripture, you will really see that most irresponsibility in a relationship is given to a man. It's given to a man. The Bible says husbands love your wife. It never even asked a woman to love her husband. Think about that. So how do Read you guys it. become one? You're becoming one because you're joining with Christ at the center. It's not that you don't love your husband. It's the commandment is given to the husband. So because a man should commit to a woman without a woman committing to a man? No, that's not what's stated. But that's how it seems mo- I said to most me. of the responsibilities are given to the man. doesn't yes. mean that you don't love your so man. So you just sit back and just let the man just say, hey, work when you want to work. Eat when you want to eat. Do what you want to do. I'll do everything else. No, that wouldn't be a fulfilling relationship. You want to be able to reciprocate with your spouse. You want your spouse to be wonderfully connected also keep in mind the the bible also speaks about the woman in proverbs 31 this woman is about her business she owns vineyard she takes care of her children she runs and manages companies she's about her business she does things her husband's name is known in the area at the gates because this woman is about her business however the greatest commandment and responsibilities in a marriage relationship is given to the husband it doesn't even say wives love your husband. It says husband love your wives. And we know from context. a neurological I think perspective, that's 
It is context, but it's, it's a context commandment. Because it's just like saying men, not just in physical men, just like men in and general. And the Bible like, does use that word a lot. A lot. To not mean just both women and men. Right. Not justifying man, you submit to your wife. It says husband. Or, it says husband. It don't say wife. It said husband. Husband. So you're just taking that scripture just to say, okay, men, I mean, woman submit to your, what? what is it? The Bible says, it says woman submit, submit to, to your, your husband, husband and husband submit to Christ. It's not just you're submitting to the man. He's supposed to be in submission to the Lord. So it's not a one-way street. We get offended by the word. As far as I'm concerned, I'll speak for myself. I, in the past, was offended by the word submission, not because I had a problem with submission itself. I had, the, I had an issue with submitting to a man who oftentimes had no business asking anybody to submit to him because he wasn't ready yet. I'm not about to submit to nobody who don't have anything, who ain't going nowhere, who does not have the Lord at the center of their life, who cannot do anything for me, who will be wasting my time, who is not on my level. I'm sorry. I can't submit to that. I'm so sorry. I can't, I'm sorry. I'm not signing on a dotted line. So what have you sorry. learned? Have, what have you both learned from your experiences while being single about yourself? How can you grow? What? To tell you the truth. I'm picky. Okay, Marsha. Um, to tell you the truth, I've always had a relationship, like, or going into a relationship. This is the longest. I think when I hit, like, my 30s, I'm just like... I know. I, I have a friend, happened? actually. Um, She was always in a relationship, from allegedly, from what she told me. Now she's getting married. Awesome. So, That's great, but... It doesn't work for everyone, but... It's yeah. like, do you really have to go through so many relationships before you find the person God has for you? Or can you just remain single? I don't think you necessarily have to. Um, I think it just varies from person to person. There are people that I know of and stories I've heard from people who they married their high school sweethearts and they're still married. Then there are other people who married their high school sweethearts and they're divorced. Um, there are people who were in one or two relationships and before they even finished college, undergrad, they were already married. Are they or, all in godly marriages? Some of them, and some of them are not. Some of them are even in relationships where one is Christian and one is atheist. They're unequally yoked, but you can also be unequally yoked with another Christian. And their marriage is thriving. Because the Bible also speaks about when you're married to someone who is not a believer, that you're their covering. And unless there's biblical reason for divorce, you're supposed to stay in that relationship. But the Bible Assuming, also said don't be unequally yoked. Yes, it does. But if you made a decision, because God gives us the freedom to make decisions, if you make a decision to marry an unbeliever, unless that person is harming you and or cheating on you, there's biblical grounds for divorce. You're supposed to stay in that relationship because you're supposed to be their covering. That's a whole nother topic. The same way we can both be dating someone who said they're a believer in Jesus Christ and it's a not an equal yoking at all because what they believe about Jesus is very different than what you believe about Jesus. Okay, so to piggyback off of what Marcia said about, you know, being single and dating in your 30s, do you feel like you've you've gained more wisdom during, you know, because you're, you're older? Do you feel like your mindset has changed about being fearful of being single forever? Or do you feel like it's like the um, same? 
Because I've been in that relationship for like four years. So it was going into my 30s. Was it? Yeah, oh my gosh. That's kind of surreal. And now, like, I'm just like, I'm, I guess I'm just beginning to date in my 30s because I really didn't. I came from my 20s into my 30s into that relationship. Mm. And it took a lot because, wow. Oh my God. Did yeah, you think that lot. relationship was going to lead to marriage? It had potential to, yes. Um, I think I needed to be more submissive, and I'm not submissive. That word to me is like... A foreign? Yeah. I've been learning about that word because I'm being submissive. You can be submissive to me, so you gotta... I feel like we're all submissive, though. To a to extent, yeah. I'm not submissive. Because you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. You're submissive on a job. That's misconception. That's my job. That's my, my money. I think that's a misconception, though, you know, that, you know, the person that you're, you're being, you're with is just going to tell you what to do. That's what I, yeah. And it is a misconception. They're going to lead you astray. They're going to have you cooking and cleaning. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's a big misconception. I mean, some people, you know, that is some people's lives, but it's a balance. Somebody has to do it, right? We can both do it. Every relationship I've been in, it's been a... I've, I've only dated men that love to cook. For instance, my aunt That's because we love to eat. That's very traditional, wrong. That's real traditional. I ain't that... But I'm some people that. find beauty my in that. My will cook, clean, starch, mop. Serve. Serve. Meals. I ain't... I, will I think it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But I think it should be reciprocated. Yes, it should be. And it should be a not, balance. It's not a balance. But yeah. for some people, and it's their love language. I, I see where he does other things for her that she, not that she certainly can't do or can't get it done. She, I can, I think she waits on him for that, like taking her car here to get service or washing her car down or walking her down the stairs to go to work. That's sweet. Yes. Men like that kind of stuff. I would appreciate that. I don't think women should have to pump their own gas. But unfortunately, based on the question, <laughs> I have what? to. Oh my gosh. Because I don't think ladies should have to pump so their own gas. So a man gas. should be with you every time you got to pump gas? Yes. Then every time or you pay. pee, a man should just drop your panties and say, pee. <laughs> what? You know, no, 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 no. No. Because I it's like, I feel that's where the submissive thing come in. No, this is my thing. Every man I've ever dated, if we're walking down the street, it's their job to be shiverous and walk on the outside I of the curb. I think that's just manners. Because if the car this- came on the curb, they would get hit and I would have time to move <laughs> to the side. So, we're going back to a man should be willing to We're going right back. A man should die for me and I should live while I bury you. Well, going back, do you, feel, don't, do you feel like as a believer... You should feel comfortable enough knowing that if the man doesn't even die for you, Jesus has already died for you, so it doesn't even matter. I like that. Um, I already take reverence in that. That's how we become believers. But why, why we would have you need to the extra that. man die for you? I don't need the extra man. But if you I want make... that man to die for you to if... my walking side. <laughs> if you I'm... should all be like, don't be at the edge. Let's, you know, and that's really nice. Because in my last relationship, he always tell me, get out the street. And I'm like, I'm not in the street. And uh, he's yeah. like, walk over here. Or it's called don't walk shivery. ahead of me. Or, you know, don't, yes, don't walk ahead shivery. of me. Like, yeah, like, don't leave him. Like, oh, don't leave him. Right. Or don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I yes, think 
think you should let a man be chivalrous. I think too many of us are too aggressive. There are there's a time and place to be aggressive, and I can be aggressive about certain things. But I find that it's wonderful. Some men love to be wanted and to feel they have they feel appreciation from a sense of oh she needs me oh it's not that i can't do those things on my own they appreciate the opportunity to be able to be of service and to be chivalrous i think you should let them i don't think a lady should ever have to pump her gas she should know how to pump her gas yes she should know how to change the oil if she's so pleased to work on her car but i don't think she should have to i think that should be an independent choice I personally do not like to pump gas, okay? And I you let men know. Like I, don't like you know. Wash, I don't like to wash my car, and I don't like to pump don't gas. Don't say that on I think that men, I think that men should do it. I think that men should do those things. And so, the man that I'm with, when when he is around, okay, he, he pumps my gas. He details my car. He washes my car. That's the representative, I think. No, baby. That's That's a representative. He He enjoys those things. He enjoys doing things for me. Because you're dating a Caribbean man. I ain't dating no Caribbean man. Well, this is my second time dating a West Indian Island man. Look where the first one got you. Well, we're not going to speak about that. That's a whole topic by itself. Okay? Um... <laughs> I, I've overcome my challenges, and I am not fearful of love because that relationship could have been the end all that say all. But I've allowed myself to love again, and we're we're cool at this point in time. That's awesome. That's awesome. What about you, Marcia? Closing remarks. Um, I'm working on myself. My last relationship, I didn't feel like it should have ended the way, but I ended it because. Um, I saw something that I didn't want to see, or a lot of people say I jumped the gun, but I probably did. But don't disrespect me in the streets ever. Mm. Um, and I've told you, don't disrespect me. Um, so I'm gonna take a while to just get over that person. I'm fifty percent, like I was telling you. Yeah. Um. But I'm not completely there because I still do miss him. I still do have love for him. Mm-hmm. Um, talking to him again is going to be a hard thing, but I probably won't talk to him again. Maybe. Yes, it's probably not necessary. So, yeah, I'm, I'm working on myself, but I would not be single for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, dating again will If be- that is your heart's desire, I pray that God, you know, takes that into consideration. Because yeah. I know it's hard. Imagine like wanting something really bad, and right. God's like, "Nope, <laughs> can't have I've that." Been there, done that, done that just a month ago. Um, but I got it, thank God. Um, but yeah, dating is gonna be a little hard for me because I'm guarded right now, so I'm taking time for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've been single for a while now, and I've learned a lot about myself. Even in dating, I've like learned. What? I've learned a lot about myself. Um, like what did I learn about what myself specifically? Well, like sister, like sister. I've been told I'm picky, <laughs> but that is a whole other conversation. <laughs> I'm not picky. I just I feel like people take advantage when they sense 
that you don't really know what you want. And I'm someone that knows what I want. And so maybe that's why they say I'm picky. But anyway. There's a saying not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. In the Caribbean. You pick until you pick. Yeah, my grandma yeah. said that. Yeah, so, I, I always remember that. Yeah. But um, picky with a good cause. I'm not picky like I'm just discarding every believer that loves God and cherishes his family and <laughs> I'm not picky in that sense. My um, I'm is, picky. My other cousin is. I'm picky in terms of, you know, I, I don't want to be dating anyone that's not following the same destiny than I am. That's not sure. living for Christ as I am. That's not studying the word as they should be. I mean, if you're in a process of, you know, growing, I feel like you could grow before you date. Then when you mature, dating again? Yeah. But aren't we in a process of continual growth? We are in a process of continual growth. And I'm always learning. You guys are always learning. Um, but there's, there's just, there's a standard, I feel like before being in a relationship with someone. Absolutely. You have your own standards. Yeah. And when you get into a relationship, you also have a standard. Mm -hmm. So they have to come together. Like I have a standard Mm -hmm. and what are some of your standards? He's, he's formed to some of my standards. Like, but. Um, so like, and that was really, that's why I ended the relationship because I feel like that standard that we talked about and upheld is broken. So there's no need. Yeah. And sometimes you just gotta let it go. Let it be and just take it for what it is. Don't wait years hoping things are going to change. And what you see is what you get. And they will tell you that. Mm-hmm. I am who I am. If I change, I don't. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Facts. And if I do, I do. That's the and truth. I've been told that myself. Yeah. And um, it's, been a, it's been a good journey. You know, ups and downs. Some bad journeys. Uh-huh. Good journeys. I'm still Depending on how long the it. journey is. How long the journey is. <laughs> Uh, it's a life journey, I guess, to say. Singleness? Not singleness, being a life I hope singleness is not a life journey, but it's not yeah. something I fear. Um, at this point, I'm like, you kind of have to be like, Esther, if I perish, I perish. If I, I'm single, I'm single. Well, it's not a death sentence. It's a choice. It's not a death sentence. I'm not comparing it. I'm just saying like. It's a choice. It is what it is. So you you think it is what it is? I think it's a choice. I mean, it's a choice and it's not a choice. You can't beg. I mean, you could bet someone to marry you, but I'm not begging no one to marry me. It's a choice because you, you, you have partners in your life and then you choose not to marry them like my other cousin. And Yeah, but it's for good reasons. But, um... Thank you for joining our conversation today. I know we went 
you know, north, south, east, west <laughs> with this <laughs> with this episode. But I pray you guys have a blessed week and that you continue seeking Christ in your singleness. Um, write a prayer journal. Prayer journals are helpful for a lot of things. Every situation in your life, you can use a prayer journal. Um, write out your journey. Um, talk to people that are in long-lasting marriages. See, you know, how they grew and how they got over singleness when they were single. And uh, their hopes during that time. And, yeah. Bye. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. Oh, I should leave off with this this, uh, Bible verse. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to Telephone Talk with Kiki. If you like what you heard today, please share and leave a review.